Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fairface Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Sorensen, founder and CEO of Fairface Washcloths for Sensitive Skin. I'm so happy you're here to join me as we talk all things sensitive skin, wellness, and even a little small business. Now on to the episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Fairface Podcast. It's been a while since I've been here, and I'm sorry about disappearing. On a personal note, we have been navigating whether or not we have to move, which has been a big back and forth adventure. As a quick update, the house we're renting is being purchased so that they can develop the land that we're on which also unfortunately means tearing down this house. And we've been told that we have to leave several times over the last few years. And then those move out dates have been extended by the owner. So we have been fortunate enough to be able to stay. But most recently, about the last nine months, I have sold many of our belongings and packed up most of our house only to find out that we actually may get to stay for possibly another year. So it's been a lot to deal with and has been pretty mentally exhausting, but we are so grateful for the proposition of being able to stay that we're just trying to remain as flexible as we can um, throughout the extra time that we have here. So that's what's been going on with me like the last actually couple of years, but more intensely, it's been the last, oh, about nine months. And so anyway, we're kind of at a, at a place where we're waiting for the, for the final say, but it looks really good um, in that we'll be able to stay for hopefully another year. So <laughs> I can unpack our house and hopefully calm myself down. So on another note, I have been planning out some guest appearances on the podcast that I am really excited about, and I think that they'll be really informative and fun to listen to and helpful, so I'm looking forward to adding those in in the coming months. So let's turn to today's episode. Today I want to share six ways that you can help your favorite small businesses, including ours, to spread the word without spending a dime. I don't think any of us realize the power that we hold in our hands as a single consumer that can help support and grow someone else's small business. I know I didn't realize it until I was a small business. We have the unique position as consumers to be able to share about the products that we use and love, and those shares can greatly impact the small businesses we love. I mean, you've seen things go viral. They go viral because of all the shares from one person to the next to the next. And I'm going to age myself, but back in the 80s, so some of you won't get this reference. But do you remember that commercial about shampoo that said something like, when I first tried this shampoo, it was so good, I told two friends about it. And they told two friends, 
and so on, and so on, and so on. And on the TV screen, a grid popped up of all those shares, and the grid grew as the shares multiplied. So even back then, they knew the power of one person sharing their favorite product with another friend who shared it with their friends, and so on, and so on. Which, with social media, now it can spread faster than ever. And in the marketing world, it's called word-of-mouth advertising, and we just know it as sharing things we love with our friends and family. So this might look like you meeting up with a friend for lunch and saying, I love the shampoo I bought the other day. It smells like cherry and almonds and made my hair so soft. I got it at Aveda, so you've got to try it. And then after lunch, your friend runs to the mall and picks up a bottle for herself, and she loves it and tells her friends, and the love just keeps going. Or you take a picture of that beloved shampoo and post it on your social media feed and rave about how much you love it. And you tag Aveda, and now all your friends and family know you love it, and they might want to try it too. And if Aveda shares your post, all of their customers and people who love their products will know how much someone loves this cherry almond shampoo, and they might want to try it and share it as well. And it goes on and on. And all at once, the impact that you have had on that cherry almond shampoo is staggering. You've shared a product you love with people you care about who trust your opinion and they will be more likely to take a look at it, and they might buy it and try it and love it and share it with the people closest to them. It's a very natural part of life to want to share something that you found and love with the people in your life. And if they go try it and love it too, bonus. And if you go beyond just the circle of the people who you interact with and who live around you, and you take it to the internet, the bigger the impact becomes. Sharing the things we love with the people in our lives is one of the most thoughtful and powerful ways to spread the word about things, whether it's a new show you love on TV or Netflix or products you love or causes you believe in. You have a lot of power in sharing and influencing the people around you. It's a very unique and powerful time of life and in business. It's also a time that there are so many pleads for your attention and so many shares and likes that they all kind of get stacked on top of each other. Do you ever feel like that? Sometimes, honestly, I need a break from social media because I feel like I'm being sold to over and over and over again from some of the accounts I follow and it gets tiring and starts to feel disingenuous. And with so many people and businesses, it's honestly hard to keep track of all of them. So, you know, if you follow 600 accounts, you might only see maybe 1% of them, and the rest can simply just get lost in a sea of posts and emails. And if you can imagine, for example, like the sheer number of skincare brands, let's say, this, the sheer number of skincare brands out there that no one has ever heard of before, that have wonderful products, 
but you don't even know they exist. How would we ever find all these independent skincare brands were it not for people sharing with each other? I find out about new skincare brands all the time from our customers, and these are brands they love that I have never heard of before. And like I just mentioned, it feels like brands are trying to grab my attention all the time, whether it's through email, social media, or even TV. And the competition to get your attention just keeps getting stronger and stronger. Now, I'm a visual person, so picture this. I, I like to picture it like a single consumer is standing on the field in a packed stadium and everyone in the stands represents different brands. And all of those brands are jumping up and down and waving their hands for this one person's attention. And as the consumer standing on the field, <clears throat> how on earth can you focus on even one brand or even distinguish the other thousands of brands from each other? who are all jumping up and down, waving their hands at you, desperate for your attention. I know that sometimes it can feel overwhelming just being a consumer. And on the other side, as a small business owner, I often feel like one of those thousands of brands in the stands, jumping and hollering and even maybe bringing pom-poms so I can stand out enough among the sea of other businesses for this one person to see me. It feels nearly next to impossible sometimes. And yet, as hard as it can be to find a way to connect with more people who can benefit from our washcloths, I still try to do everything I can to spread the word. But the truth is, I just can't do it alone. And I really need your help. And I have a feeling many of your favorite small businesses are probably feeling the same way. Now, we have so many wonderful, kind, and amazing Fairface Washcloths customers. Many have told me that they tell their friends and family about our washcloths, and I am so grateful for that. Some customers have told me they buy our washcloths to give as gifts, and some have told their family about our washcloths, and now their entire extended family buys them, and others buy them for their friends and family. And I, have, I even have a customer who buys our dual washcloths to put in her skincare baskets that she sells at Christmas. And I also have customers who have told me that they tell everyone about our washcloths, and others who have shared our products on their social media pages, and share our posts. And we are so grateful to all of you. We continue to work hard ourselves to spread the word and reach new customers that we can help by posting on social media and writing blog posts and sending emails from time to time. But here's what's happening that you may not know. In addition to working our way out of the economical challenges associated with a worldwide pandemic for all of us, changes to internet algorithms and social media sites that can hurt our reach are happening all the time. 
Some of these changes are small adjustments and other times they're big shifts. Some want you to spend ad money so they limit your post reach and others like Google are trying to make improvements to the way it indexes information. But if you haven't formatted your blog posts a certain way, it may drop your posts off the map. All of these ongoing changes have made it harder for people to find us compared to how they used to find us over the last 11 years, especially organically through our blog posts. And sometimes it really does feel like I'm sitting in the nosebleed section of a stadium full of 100,000 seats and I am jumping up and down, waving my arms, hoping to be seen by the people who need our products, along with the other thousands of businesses. So that's where you come in. You are gracious, powerful people who have the ability to support the brands you love by sharing about them within your circle of friends and family. And I'm not asking you to spend money, I'm simply asking you to share It would help us to sustain our small business as well as helping us to reach people who can benefit from our washcloths, which is what we strive for. It would really mean a lot to me if you would help us spread the word about our washcloths. And in order to make it easier for you, I've come up with a few ideas that will help make sharing even easier. And you can also use these tips for your other favorite small businesses. So here are six ways to help spread the word about Fairface washcloths and your other favorite small businesses without spending a dime. Number one is to share share our Instagram posts, which you can find us at Fairface washcloths and share those to your Instagram feed. And it's as easy as clicking the little share symbol and clicking add to your Instagram story. And then there it is. And it will now be seen by the people who follow you. And number two, if you're more of a Facebook person, you can share our Facebook posts to your Facebook feed. And again, it's as easy as clicking share and posting it to your feed. The third way that you can help spread the word is to create and share your own photos and posts about our products and tag us at Fairface Washcloths so we can see your post and post that on your Instagram and Facebook posts. And I know that this takes a little more time, but it is a great way to share your favorite products with your friends and family. Excuse me. The fourth way to help us spread the word is to send an email to your friends and family about your favorite products and include our washcloths with a link to our website. And I will add the links to the show notes if that helps. A fifth way that you can help share about our washcloths and your other favorite small businesses is to actually tell your friends and family about our washcloths in person. (laughs) Imagine that. And the sixth way that you can help is to share our podcast with someone who might benefit from it. 
and I'm not sure where you're listening right now, but just so you know, you can find the Fairface podcast on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and on most of the popular podcast channels. And as a bonus idea number seven, and I say bonus because this one does involve money, this would be to give Fairface washcloths as a personal gift. They really make great gifts. My sister loves to give them to her daughter's teachers, and they make wonderful gifts for moms and dads and sisters and brothers and grandparents, in-laws and friends, you name it. And they are also wonderful additions to skincare baskets or skincare sets if you like to create those and give them as gifts. So these are just a few of the ways that you can help us spread the word about Fairface washcloths so we can continue to help other people who can benefit from our products and help them to find us. And if you can find some time to help spread the word with one of these ideas, we would appreciate it more than you know. We cannot do it without you. We want to be able to continue bringing you the best washcloths for sensitive skin, and this will really help our small business during this challenging economic time and time of so many changes. And if you have already been sharing about us, thank you so much. I am so grateful for you. We love you and so appreciate you helping us spread the word so that we can help other people find us. And if you have other favorite skincare brands, please let me know and I will give them a shout out. If there is a brand that you would like me to have on our podcast, let me know. I would love to reach out to them. The more we share with each other, the more we can help each other. So if you have any questions about what I've talked about today, please feel free to reach out to me. You can easily find me on Instagram at Fairface Washcloths or send me an email, shannon at fairfacewashcloths.com and I promise that I will respond. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and for being here, supporting us and our efforts. I really, really do appreciate you and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me for the Fairface podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you have any comments or questions about what you've heard, please get in touch with me. I would also really appreciate it if you would take a minute to leave a rating and a review and share this podcast so it can help other people find us. To shop our washcloths, visit our Etsy shop, Fairface Washcloths, or on our website, fairfacewashcloths.com. That's F-A-I-R-F-A-C-E washcloths.com. And I would love to chat with you on social media. So find me at Fairface Washcloths on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fairface Podcast. I'm so glad to be with you again today. Today's episode is part one of a special series on tween and teen skincare. Today's episode is in preparation for our next episode, 
where I will be talking with a very special guest, Patty Robinson, a licensed esthetician and sole practitioner and owner of Sapphire Skin Care and Healing in Portland, Oregon. I am so excited to bring Patty on to talk about something we both feel very passionate about, and that is educating preteens and teens about skin care, as well as educating their parents so they all can feel empowered and have the correct information and know what products to use on their skin, how to use them, and what to do if their skin breaks out so they have all the resources they need to be able to take good care of their skin and feel good about themselves. I don't want youth to be left guessing or relying on the internet or social media from people who most likely don't know the right way to do things either. So the hope is that by educating preteens and teens to know how to take care of their skin, it will help them not to feel ashamed if their skin is acting up but they will understand that it's normal and know what to do about it and hopefully feel more comfortable and confident with themselves and not be afraid to ask questions or ask for help. I don't know about you, but when I was a teen and tween myself, I don't really remember being taught anything about washing my face. I don't really remember when I started specifically following any kind of skincare routine other than just taking a shower. I have an older sister, and I think I just watched her wash her face with products my mom would bring home from the store for us, and then we would just use those on our faces with the washcloths that came with the towel sets. And back in the 80s and 90s, we used products like Noxzema skin cream that tingled and burned, and Seabreeze astringent on a cotton ball that was used as a toner that also stung the heck out of my face. And I don't think I even put any moisturizer on after I washed my face because I was under the impression that I think it would make my face break out. Honestly, it makes me cringe to think about how I thought I was taking good care of my skin. But I really didn't know much about skincare and pretty much just did what my sister did and followed the advice from Seventeen Magazine. Well, a few months ago, I sent out a questionnaire to a bunch of my friends, family, and Fairface customers, asking them if anyone taught them how to care for their skin as a preteen and teen. And this is what they reported. Only 28% of them said they were taught about how to take care of their skin, whether by their mom teaching them, or maybe their mom taking them to a beauty counter, or another family member teaching them about skincare. The other whopping 72% said no one taught them about how to take care of their skin. They basically learned by trial and error, by reading magazines, going to beauty stores, makeup counters, looking at Pinterest, or simply just following what their mom, sister, or friends did. So this really just reinforced my assumption that oftentimes kids between the ages of 11 to 17 or so aren't necessarily being taught how to care for their skin or what products are good for their skin or what they can expect Um, that's normal for their skin to do or what to do if certain things are happening with their skin 
and who they can talk to with their questions instead of keeping it all inside or trying to find answers on their own from sources that might not be the best. We know that skin challenges can cause major self-esteem issues and can be very traumatizing for youth in these age groups. And maybe that was even you. And my hope is to help provide at least some resources and information so that they can feel empowered and less alone. In this day and age, because we have so much information available online, the internet can be a wonderful resource for youth and parents to find information about skincare. But on the flip side, it can also be a place where there is a lot of misinformation, like skincare trends or advice that can actually be damaging to their skin. So I want to always point people in the direction of the best professional quality resources and information. Honestly, I wish school districts would make personal care and hygiene a class for middle school and high school students so they would have reliable, correct information and resources instead of trying to find advice on their own that may not be the best. I mean, I seriously can see it all in my head. It would be like a health class that the students could bring in Um, The schools could bring in professionals from the community to share with the students about subjects like skin care and hygiene and mental health. I don't think there are programs like this in the schools right now, but I wish there were. So I'm trying to do my part by finding and sharing great resources with you. And that is also why I am so excited to have Patty Robinson on the podcast because she is a licensed esthetician who teaches skincare classes to preteens and teens. So I invite you to come back and listen to our next episode with Patty Robinson, who will be sharing her wealth of knowledge with us about preteen and teen skincare. And we'll be covering some of the most common questions, like at what age is it best to start a skincare routine? and what products work well for this age group, what types of skin challenges they might face and what to do about those challenges. And are there different tips for boys versus girls? As well as more, she's, I'm just, you know, Patty's gonna share her wealth of information.